Hello, and welcome back. I'm Steven. And I'm Marshall. And we are coming back at you. We've been away, as you may have noticed. Um, we've had some personal things come up, and we are, but we're now ready to come back to work and provide you with the consistent quality and risen assets content you've grown accustomed to. So, Marshall, uh, one of the things that happened uh, during our hiatus is you went on a trip. I did. I did go on a trip. I went to San Jose for Worldcon 76. Wow. Uh, yeah. Five days of science fiction shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Science fiction and I, fantasy shenanigans. I think that's how they build it. <laughs> shenanigans. And well, I mean, next year. They <laughs> next, year <laughs> next year when it's in Dublin, it will be science fiction shenanigans. This year it was science. We were in Silicon Valley, so it was like <laughs> disrupting science It was fiction. science fiction paradigms and, and synergy. Uh, I kid. Uh, science fiction cross-platform integration. <laughs> it was robust and scalable. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, so I had a friend who spoke very highly of Worldcon. Uh, convinced a few of us to to go down, take part. It was all people who were super into science fiction anyway. Um, one of our side ventures is is um, the the Hugo Book Club yeah. here in Edmonton. Uh, yeah, so we yeah. we do a we do a Hugo Award Book Club. So a, a group of us from that book club went down and and got to to, to actually see the presentation of the Hugos and. See the panels, and and uh, uh, I was lucky enough to interview a few people uh, from Worldcon and make a few other connections. So that I, I hope we can have a few other guests from from that I met at Worldcon show up on on the show later. We'll do some interviews, but but Worldcon itself was was great. Um, this is the first time that I've attended, and it was really it was it was more than I really could have hoped for. Uh, yeah. I think there was a, there was a bit of a rocky start to Worldcon uh, earlier, but it's all run by fans, and so uh, you know it, it's it's unfair to expect like a high, a, an extremely high level of polish. But the 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 week itself and the convention was just great. Um, you could feel the love. Yeah, everyone everyone really wants to be there. Everyone really enjoys it, and they they are fans. And they're volunteers, and they work their behinds off. Uh, they, they they just put put loads and loads of work into this, and and it really pays off. Uh, so the the five days were just really great. Some fantastic panels, uh, lots of really great guests, um, amazing discussions, meeting new people uh, that are doing great things. So I mean, Worldcon is is relatively small in the world of cons, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there was uh, somewhere around 5,000 people attending at San Jose. So in terms of, of overall sort of um, convention culture, Worldcon is on the smaller side, right? The San Diego con has way more people attending. But what I like about Worldcon is that it's, it's much like, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of panels that happen of just people talking about a thing, a thing, yeah. and, and things that they love, and you're not going because Marvel's going to release a new teaser trailer of yeah. the next film that they're releasing. You're going because there's a, a niche author 
that is going to show up and you just yeah. really want to see them. Pe- well, and people are actually interacting in the world of ideas. Like, we're like, hey, let's like, let's get together and actually like talk this out. Like, you know, yeah, there's like panels on like Afrofuturism and, you know, Korean sci-fi and historical sword fighting and panel moderation, uh, which that, that panels, I, I didn't go, but I, I read the, I, I read the itinerary and I was very intrigued by the panel on panel moderation. Um, did you go to that one? I I missed out on that one. Uh, instead of going to the panel on panel moderation, I was at uh, Dystopia to Utopia, I think. Okay. Uh, which was also an amazing panel. This is why I need to go next year so we can double up and not miss some of these great panels. <laughs> but no, I, I I make jokes, but I think yeah, it's like this. Con- it's this concept of like yeah, like a commercial con versus like a. a like a, a fan con and, and the level of discourse you're saying is actually quite high. Like people were actually like talking about some real shit. Yeah. I mean, you had, you had real authors who, I mean, they're big names to me and I'm super excited to see them. I, I was telling my wife about the people you were interviewing. She's like, that's nice. <laughs> about who? About the people you were interviewing. Oh, I was right. like, I was, I was dropping names. And I was like, oh my God, Marshall Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Talked to Annalie Newitz and she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, I <laughs> that's, mean. That's great. <clears throat> sort of outside of the the insular world of, of science fiction. I, I was telling colleagues and people on the street that I was going to Worldcon, and most of them would just sort of look at me and be like, Worldcon? Like, yeah, they go with the Hugos. The Hugos? You know, like the most prestigious prize in science fiction at all. You mean the Nebula Award? <laughs> well done. Well, I try. No, fuck the nebula, but... Eh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sifwa is great, No, yeah, and the yeah. nebula is also prestigious. It's, yes, it absolutely is. I, okay. I'm just trying to add some controversy. <laughs> I also said I wasn't going to swear on these podcasts, and I've, like, swear twice in this. <laughs> so. uh, no, I mean, it, it was it was just... It's a lot of fun. Um it's hard. It's really. It is really hard for me to just sort of describe the the feeling of it there, though. But it's people who are passionate about these things in a way that it's not just. It's not. It's people who have been passionate about these things since before it was accepted and sort of a pop culture, widespread pop culture thing to be a fan of these things. Well, yeah, and also, and also, as much as there are some huge sci-fi standards in our in the pop in the mass culture, it's not sci-fi. There's still a whole lot of sci-fi that is not in that realm. Yeah, like, exactly. Like the success of Star Wars really does nothing for like heavy, you know, intellectual, slow-moving, hard sci-fi. Right. It really doesn't advance the genre, uh, no. the culture of it at all. No, like, no, for sure. I mean, I mean, like. Yeah, Star Trek is is big, and Star Wars is big, and there's a lot of Marvel shows that are out. And I mean, b- lumping Marvel in with science fiction is sort of a there's a debate around that. I know my friends and I are like, there's some of us who say, oh yeah, 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 for sure that can be science fiction because they're mutants and they have powers, and so it's either fantasy or it's science fiction. It's got to be one of the others because it's not humans. You're like, well, yeah, but it's also. I mean, it, it, there's I something mean, about it that it feels. It's military propaganda. What, what, <laughs> I mean, sure, but what did, isn't? Did you did you see the Veterans Affair like uh, administrative council ringing the bell at the stock exchange 
with like the Marvel character with like the Captain America mascot and like Spider Man up there on the balcony with them. I did not. Yeah, it's fucked up. Or like Northrop Grumman had like Northrop Grumman shovels all this money into Marvel to well, like do product placement for Northrop Grumman like missiles and stuff. Okay, uh, yes, fair. But I mean, have you been to the grocery store recently? You can't buy coleslaw without <laughs> Star Wars on it or oranges that have Mickey Mouse on them. I mean, Marvel and Disney are just on everything. You can't get away from them. I, I, I mean, it was a it was a bag of mandarin oranges. <laughs> that was it. They were like, "Ah, oh, well, let's just snap a Mickey Mouse on there and bam, people are going to buy these, right?" No, but, I'm buying them because they're mandarin oranges and they're delicious. Yeah, but but I mean, I, I I guess on some level, I guess I don't feel like like Raytheon and Northrop Grumman should be selling cruise missiles to twelve year olds, but for some reason they are. No, they're selling them to forty year olds who still love Star Wars. <laughs> and well, that's, don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, when I'm forty, I'm still gonna love Star Wars. Well, well no, to, I mean, you, know, you you totally know that like Air Force generals are like the biggest goddamn nerds. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I mean, it was just. When you see the, the, the videos and the pictures of big conventions where it's just it's jam-packed and you're going for the commodities and you're going to see the next big thing or you're going to, to stand in line to play a video game demo for 15 minutes, that's not what Worldcon is. Yeah. Worldcon is it's quieter. There's a lot more people who are involved in the craft Mm-hmm. than people who are there as consumers. Yeah. Most people that I talked to were like, oh, yeah, no, I do video game design, or... I'm a writer. I'm a writer. I'm an editor. I, I'm i working on stories. I'm learning to write. I'm writing a 23-part opera about the Anthonide and Lanthanide series of the periodic table. And it's compelling. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Einsteinian? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, so I mean, it, it, no, it, it's great. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're ever presented with the opportunity to show up at a Worldcon, uh, don't turn it down. Like it's a, it's a great day. Um, you you will be you'll you'll have a chance to rub shoulders with giants. Um, there were some some fantastic people there. So Stephen mentioned Annalee Newitz. Uh, there was George R R Martin. Uh, I was lucky enough to go uh, on a. In a, in, I was in a small group discussion with uh, Larry Niven. What? Yeah. So there was no way. Uh, Larry Niven and nine of my closest friends <laughs> just having, out having a beer. Wow. Uh, and and talking about you know what whatever. Like we just chatted with Larry Niven for an hour. Um, there was also Stanley Schmidt there. He was the editor of what um, Astounding, I think, for thirty five years. Wow. Is that's it astounding? Crazy. I don't know. I think it's astounding. Uh, I'm just your hype man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, a a panel with Corey Doctorow, which was really great. I like him. Uh, We've got to get him. Corey Harry. at us. <laughs> yeah, Corey Doctorow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I know, you lis- I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you're, <laughs> I know you're out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the NSA yeah, probably has you, you on a watch yeah. list, and they're going to track your name through yeah. our audio yeah. And then it's going to get back to you somehow. So yeah, well, you and William, you and William Gibson are on the list, I think. For, to, our Canadian, yeah, I don't. Our William Gibson, Canadian I don't think heroes. was there, which is unfortunate. Well, you know, he's, uh, Harry Turtledove was there. Eric Flint nice. was there. Was Scalzi there? 
Uh, John Scalzi was there. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was actually doing uh, DJ work for the Retro Hugos. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that just feels like him. You it, know. it was it was great. Um, John Picasso was the guest of honor. Uh, guest of honor? No. M- MC. Yes, he was a guest of honor. He was also uh, hosting the the Hugo ceremony. He also organized the Mexican X initiative. So there's a lot of really great authors. Uh, either from Mexico or from other sort of uh, Latin American countries. Uh, Rebecca Romanhorse was there. Mer Lafferty. Uh, so many, so many people that I just I can't even name all of them. Uh, Charlie Jane Anders. Uh, I you meant you mentioned the Mexico X Initiative. Why don't we Mex- you, Mexican X? Mexican yeah, yeah. X. Sorry. Uh, what, can you explain that a little bit? Uh, that's very intriguing. You know, I've um, I probably can't really do it justice it was as far as i understand um john picasso who um identifies i don't know if he's if he is a mexican immigrant or a binational person of uh, some sort um was really interested in in sort of um highlighting authors or creators with ties to mexico so um i i was lucky enough to to speak with uh, at least one of them. So you'll hear the interview later this week. Uh, but uh, Gonzalo Alvarez, who is the the writer, author, illustrator, yeah, uh, for a comic yeah. for a comic book, uh, Poyo Man, looks really great. It's sort of an exploration of uh, Mexican culture and um, mythology. Yeah, yeah. The art's very. The, I I thought the art was like. Oh, the the art is is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he's quite a tour de force, I think. Yeah, artistically. Uh, and uh, so Gonzalo, I mean, he doesn't do it on his own. He's got some help from from people, but um, it's really it's an exploration of Mexican culture, and really highlighting it in a way that is approachable. And considering, I mean, especially in the United States, how large the Hispanic population is. The fact that we don't really ever see mythologies outside of sort of like Norse and Greek, you might get some like Germanic sort of mythologies popping up. Um, sure. But but a large popul- portion of the population is actually Hispanic and, and Mexican. And there are these other traditions that just are, are ignored. And he was like, I'm, you know, I don't see it. So I just made it myself because it's important to me. Yeah. And that's great. And so that's sort of what John Picasso was doing was was gathering together this this group that really is underrepresented and saying, I'm going to yeah. bring it together. I'm going to give you a spot. I'm going to highlight this. And I really want people to, to pay attention. Yeah. And they're making a great contribution, it seems. They are. Yeah. They're yeah. Big, yeah. fantastic work. It's really great. And, and they put together a collection, didn't they? Or there's, or... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if this was specific only to... Uh, Worldcon or or how it was done, but there's a larger reality is the the name. It's speculative fiction from the uh, bicultural margins. So it's a it's a really great collection anthology of of uh, short stories, and I think there's a, a one short graphic piece in there. Uh, and it, it's beautiful. It's bilingual. You get in the one copy uh, English and Spanish. So I'm sure the if you go to text. Kickstarter. You can you can fund them and you'll get a copy of it. Nice, um, and it's well worth it. You've been you've been enjoying your copy. Yeah, yeah. it's been great. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
Great. So yeah. So yeah. So you you had a good time, and it was it was a great con, and uh, and you're not getting paid for this. We haven't got any large cash kickbacks. We're no one's bribed you. No, I mean it's Broadcon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So yeah. All right. From the horse's mouth. All right. Uh, so you talked about people you talked to. So you mentioned. Um, yep. So I mean, we have a few interviews that we'll release this week. Uh, Gonzalo Alvarez, uh, Kelsey Olson, and Annalie Newitz uh, are three interviews that'll come out this week. Uh, I think on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So God, God willing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if nothing goes wrong, but Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So take a listen to those. They're relatively short. Uh, just some good conversations with people that I, I met through the convention. There's a few other people that we spoke to that I'm I'm really hoping that we'll be able to have on the show uh, in the the near nearish future. So a few of those I, th- I hope will pan out. I hear you. I hear you suck Heinlein's ghost. <laughs> no, he's yeah, not a... We're not. Heinlein's ghost is not uh, one of the... <laughs> he's not one of the ghosts of honor. He's so. not a benevolent spirit. <laughs> there was... Uh, I mean, there, there, there is a ghost of honor at the, the Worldcon, so... Oh, man, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I can... Damned if I can remember the name, but... Sure. Uh, yep, every year, apparently. There's a lot of content. Honor. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, so so Worldcon ha, uh, is in the Guinness Book of World Records now as being the what longest running fan run convention, uh, but they've been doing these since the '30s. Wow. Um, the first year, first few years were a little bit rocky, and then there was like a war in there, so some people didn't go to Worldcon those years, or they didn't even hold them. Um, I think the host countries might have been <laughs> occupied. Huh? Yeah, no. Huh? I mean, we can. We're gonna put some denim. <laughs> I, didn't want to do I felt dirty. I felt dirty doing the drum roll before, and I just. You can't make me do that again. <laughs> Dance for your money. <laughs> um. So it's it's been going for a, a very long time. Apparently, I mean, this is something that I learned there. There's a there's a f- first fan fund or foundation. It's the anybody who was involved with Worldcon, or and then the, I think they opened up a little bit wider to say anybody who was also like widely involved in in um, advancing science fiction and fantasy. But it's like any anyone before. 1947 or something like that mm-hmm. uh, was able to be a first fan, mm-hmm. and one of the guys from well, a couple of uh, a, a couple of folks from first, mm-hmm. fan, first fan were there, but they, there's one that always gives like the first fan award to someone else who's also a first fan. I think they were either a first fan or anyway, it's it's a little incestuous. Well, and now that you can you can be a first fan, like um, yeah, you just you just joined. You're um, you're not you're not the initial member, you're a auxiliary. Auxiliary. <laughs> so you can be like a first fan auxiliary member. I assume um, that costs more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it even costs yeah. anything to be yeah. a first fan. Okay. So probably it costs more. <laughs> if first fans are free, everything else is more. Uh but the, this guy had been like at the very first Worldcon and was still at this one. And this is like the seventy sixth Worldcon. Jeez. Gotta cherish. And he could walk. You gotta cherish the elderly. Yeah. 
It was amazing. So, I mean, it's just, it's been around for a long, long time. So there's a lot of traditions that have built up. Um, so it can seem daunting to get into, to be to, when you look at Worldcon and you're like, wow, there are things here that I just don't understand. Uh, don't, don't let that hold you back. Um, I was, I know I was a little bit like, I don't get, I don't get this. Um, so maybe there was some, some hesitancy or, or reticence on my part, um, on the first day of, of the con, uh, and that fell away quickly. The people who attend Worldcon are, are super welcoming. It's just a great environment, uh, and, and a great place to be. Uh, and if you don't understand anything about their traditions, somebody will be able to explain them, uh, and it, and is happy to, and they're, they're just find a high priest. They're in the purple robes with the skull helmets. I mean, and... you, you <laughs> joke, but I saw that outfit. Uh, and it was a guest of honor. Was, was so, there a lot of costuming? Is there like a, is it like a, a people wearing everything and nothing scenario or is it mostly, I imagine that's not the, that's not the case, but I, there is, there is costuming. Uh, it's not extensive, right. but it, it's also not frowned upon. Uh, and there's a masquerade one night to sort of people show off the, the best of their costumes. The cosplayers can do their thing. Yeah. And not, and not that the cosplayers don't do their thing the entire time. Uh, but, uh, they're only they're a subset of the of the diverse. Yeah, uh, but there are a lot of panels for for people learning how to do costuming, mm-hmm. um, which was great. So there's there's lots of different people who sort of converge on Worldcon as creators and and find their own niches. Whether it's like I'm coming to do work on my short story craft, my writing craft, uh, or I'm working on my costuming. They had an academic track, mm-hmm. so people who were interested in doing a panel themselves yeah. you know saying the here's the research and some scholarship yeah. i've done on on an aspect of science fiction uh and those were super interesting and there's the 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 accomplished writer sort of passing on their wisdom passing on their stories there was people talking about themes in science fiction it, it, so there's there's sort of groups that get together and they bring it together and they mash it in this pot of people who just love science fiction and and devote themselves to it in a really big way, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. Works out really nicely. If you get the chance to go to a worldcon, do it. And and I mean, you always have the chance because it happens every year. Yeah. Next year it's going to be in Dublin. Next year it's in Dublin. All right. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody wants to buy me a plane ticket to Dublin, yeah, I wouldn't say no. Right. I mean, yeah. you can visit the Apple headquarters. Uh, no. <laughs> learn about their tax ev- learn about their elaborate tax evasion scams. Yeah. Well, I mean it would make a great plot for a story. Post scarcity world where everyone pays taxes except one big company. <laughs> That's our world. Huh. <laughs> what is that? Amazon has paid no taxes in twenty eighteen or something. <laughs> or ever. Yeah, or ever. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Well, we just always want to lean on that, uh, lean into that depressing note. So yeah, so that's pretty much this week. It's all Worldcon all the time here at Androids and Assets. Uh, so yeah, so stay tuned for we got interviews coming at you. We got uh, a lot of great content we've gleaned, and it's just part of our new renewed focus and, and commitment to the art and craft of of podcasting approaching it with deep solemnity and seriousness that is just, I assume that Looney Tunes are playing at this point <laughs>